Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to Lockdown Beers here on Thursday. And boy, oh boy, we've got a lot to go through today because we've got a all black squad, we've got a wallaby squad. Um, for the weekend, we've also got uh, an announcement about Moana Pacifica's head coach. Uh, the Pumas have got caught out uh, in New South Wales, which has been an issue for them. Um, Naholo has uh, signed for the Crusaders. That's Keith Kinney. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, and um, yeah, so lots and lots going on. Hope you're all staying safe, folks, and uh, uh, for this lockdown of beers. And I uh, hope you're all ready to wind down at the end of the day. Uh, just uh, uh, just about another minute before you can log out of all your work accounts um, and shut down uh, as it gets to five o'clock. So, yes, I'll be opening my beer in 60 seconds. Uh, and, uh, yes, on the old uh, New Zealand lager again. So we'll uh, crack that one open soon. Looks like I'm on my own. I was hoping someone else would be uh, joining me, but it looks like I'm uh, going to be on my own for this one. So, yes, so we'll go through. All of that kind of news in the uh, next half hour or so. So I hope you're all, as I say, all, all staying safe. A bit wet and rainy here in Waihe, unfortunately, as I uh, just wait for 30 seconds until I can open um, that beer up. Um, some other things, uh, the uh, in light of Gatlin's role as uh, director of rugby at the Chiefs, myself and Boa sat down and that's uh, put a show out called um, Director of Rugby versus, or DOR versus HC talking about the differences between director of rugby and head coach. So that came out today. So you can check that out um, over at nzsportradio.com. You have to be a supporter. Uh, for a dollar a month, you can be that uh, to get that one. And uh, 59, 60, yay, there we go. So, um, yeah, catch that show where Bo and I, say, talked about all of the, that side of things. Here we go, the old famous badly poured beer. Uh, even all the gas in the glass. There we go. So, uh, and then also at tonight at 8 p.m., myself and John O'Connor got to sit down with um, Springbok Warren Brosnihan um, and talk about the uh, tactics of the Springboks. Um, I look forward to this weekend's game. Uh, talk also about um, the URC as well and the state of South African rugby, uh, kind of really as a whole. Also, his experience of facing the All Blacks and the Hacker as well. So, um, do check that one out. That's um, our broadcast on at 8 p.m. this 
evening. So let's um, crack on with the news then. And um, um, today, uh, and uh, congratulations to um, Kinney Naholo, uh, who has uh, gone and uh, signed up for the, um, uh, sorry, got, gone and got himself a contract um, with uh, the uh, with the Crusaders. Um, someone who was with the Chiefs, but unfortunately uh, has had uh, horrible injuries over the last two or three years um, uh, and uh, really has held him back. So this opportunity now um, for Kinney Naholo, not um, Waizaki, his older brother, um, with the Crusaders uh, is, uh, is is a real good opportunity for him. and wish, wish him the best in that one. As I say, injuries have held him back. So let's hope um, that um, he stays injury free uh, and is able to, um, uh, to, 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 to play for the um uh for, for the crusaders uh, as uh, in, his, in his time there um other news today then and yes uh, as we said we have a head coach um for moana um pacifica um congratulations to um aaron major uh, who is that um head coach um he will be announcing um uh, his uh, coaching team and squad over the next couple of weeks, um, like you said. So I'm uh, looking forward to that. Uh, myself and Stephen Harris sat down and went through uh, figuring out uh, what we thought the Moana Pacifica um, squad would be. Um, so uh, you can go and watch uh, go and watch that one. We go through. We run through basically the Samoan and Tongan um, national squads. Uh, also, we look at all of the, uh, we also looked at all of the um, uh, NPC squads trying to find all the eligible players for Moana Pacific and who we think they will and will not sign. So uh, that's a, a cool show that myself and Stephen did. So you can go check that one out um, as well over nzsportradio.com um, on both of those. Uh, Josh is saying stockpiling players again at the Crusaders. Uh, well, um, I'd say he's had his opportunities at the Chiefs, but he's just been injured. Um, and I think that's probably going to be a reason why a lot of other uh, Super Rugby franchises will probably have um, shied away from signing him. He does have those injury issues, uh, but um, clearly... Uh, the Crusaders can afford to take a punt on a third or fourth choice or a fourth or fifth choice um, uh, winger, can't they? Uh, when they've got players like Bridge, Reese, Leicester, Fanganuku, um, uh, all down there. So, hey, yeah, as a, as a, as a fourth or fifth choice, why not uh, have a, a player like that? He's got potential, um, but hasn't been able to show it um, so far. Joining me then, Stephen Harris, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, good, good. Thank you, Paul. Uh, sorry, a little bit late, but always good to be on the uh, on the five o'clock beers uh, show. I was just trying to think to myself, though, um, how does Kinina Holo, Kinina Holo, Kinina Holo? You can't just copy your brother on everything. Have you yeah, got your own separate chart? Gotta, surely, gotta come up with something. Yeah, true. They need a chart. New, need a chart. It does need a chart. I agree, but uh, it's got to be different to um, why Zaki no holo, why Zaki no holo, why Zaki no holo. Yeah, I like so, that. <laughs> we'll see if why Zaki does get a um, get, does get a spot somewhere. Do you think he will get a spot somewhere in one of the uh, Super Rugby franchises? Gee, I, I don't know. He, look, he looks okay, but he's not, not as sharp as he as he used to be. Um, yeah. You, you, you never know. He's, he's, he's quality, you know, and he's experienced as well. Um, but, boy, some lot of good young wingers 
running running around at the at the minute, and some really good Fijian wingers running around. So uh, yeah, he, he might be a chance. He might pick up a contract. Who, who knows? I know the Highlanders have still got a wing position uh, open from what I from what I uh, read on a piece that I saw today. So yeah, there's definitely an opportunity. Yeah, they've um, gone back to the well and uh, brought back players, and or, or um, think, and, and it's not been particularly successful for them recently. Mm. Um, so uh, let's uh, let, if, if he does go down, let's hope it is more, more successful than uh, than some others uh, have been. Um, obviously, you think about Milner Scudder, uh, who unfortunately yeah, never really managed to get back after those injuries, and that's been really why Zaki Nahodo's problem is that he's been over at London Irish for two or three years, um, played a handful of games again because of injuries. So another player that hopefully um, he will be uh, um, uh, he, he'll be uh, getting uh, get, getting fit. Your thoughts on Aaron Major as uh, head coach for Milan Pacifica? Yeah, it's probably the worst kept secret, isn't it? We kind of got, <laughs> got, got that wind of that um, a few weeks back uh, that he was probably likely, I mean to say, they'd also kind of announced it. He was likely to be the head coach and et cetera, et cetera. And hey, voila, he's the head coach. So, uh, yeah. Hardly so. Well, look, uh, I mean, they, 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 they put a thing out there saying, hey, where do you think we'll be playing next season? It's like, well, you've already told us you're playing at Mount Smart, surely. We all know you're going to be playing there. So, yeah. There wasn't much suspense in that one either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had a we had a fair idea. Listen, the, the upside is they've picked up a coach who's got super rugby experience. He'll he'll basically know what's he'll know what's required um with this group of uh, players so um he'll know the expectations is is what i'm saying whether those uh, whether the squad that he's able to to put together which is the the next thing that we're awaiting that'll be the interesting we've we've heard rumors about certain players making the squad but hey we'll we'll wait till they fully announce that team yeah look as as always Steve and i've done a show about it but um, also uh, to me yes he is a, he's got experience but i don't think he's really been successful anyway yet he wasn't successful at Leicester Tigers. I don't think he was particularly successful down at the Highlanders either. Um, he wasn't a disaster down at the Highlanders, but he wasn't particularly successful down at the Highlanders. So, yeah, um, uh, I, th- I think he. It, th- this is also his last chance saloon in some ways as well. He has to prove himself here um, as a good, as uh, the knees up to this level. Um, so, um, the um, so it, it'll be interesting to see how. Um, how he goes, I say, yeah, not someone that I'm, I'm not expecting great things from him, but uh, we'll wait and see on that one. Um, next up, we've got the uh, All Blacks uh, uh, match day squad for this weekend against um, the Springboks. A couple of changes uh, in there, but again, pretty much a first choice team here. We're not talking, this is no way like the second test against Argentina, where there are like 13 changes. Um, there are a, a couple of changes uh, in this one. Uh, so you've got Moody, Taylor, Lualala up the uh, from the front row with Ritalik and Barrett in the engine room. Ikiriwani and Arnie Severe moved to seven, uh, allowing Luke Jacobson to come back. Obviously, he was ill and a late omission last week, so I'm not surprised that he's come back into the side. Um, Weber and TJ switch around, so Weber starts with Bowden Barrett. Havili uh, gets partnered by Antoinette Brown coming back from injury as well, so um, perhaps our, our first choice combination there. Back three of uh, Awani. Reese and uh, Jordy Barrett uh, there with the obviously Bridge um, and also um, uh, Jordan uh, dropping out of the match day squad there. Uh, onto the bench, um, Amua Bauer, Swangafasi in the front row uh, with the Tupolotu, 
again uh, available in the engine room with Blackadder uh, on the bench this time. TJ, as I said, there. Richie Moanga straight out of MIQ and into um, the uh, uh, straight into the squad and Dame McKenzie at 23. So DMAC uh, in a different role this week. Last week, obviously, he was the fly half replacement. Not that um, anymore. Um, overall thoughts of the squad there, um, Sim? I think. I think the playing 15 is is definitely the side I think they would have liked to have started with uh, last weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, they'll. I I do like the look. The loose forward mix just seems to have a, shall I say, a bit of a bit of feel about it with with an open side flanker there to challenge Quagga Smith. I think uh, that'll um, obviously. I think uh, that'll give an opportunity for the likes of Ari Savia to. To Rome, I like the skill set of of Jacobson coming in the side. I suppose the guy who was a little bit quiet, and I just got a message that just popped up on our on our on our rugby chat, chat pretty much from from John O'Connor, and he pretty much said that you know if the All Black forwards don't dominate, you won't see much of um, uh, Akira Yuani. But you know, to be really honest, I don't think he helped himself and got himself into the game. Although there was one pass, I think he may have got from Retallick. Really and truthfully, I don't think he expected the pass at all at that time so he really needs to show that he can actually shut that he can actually stand up against a real real tough pack in the in the spring box um in terms of the back line i think that's probably also close to the back line if anton leonard brown had been available that they would have played probably the only question mark would have been whether george bridge or the likes of Will Jordan would have started, but obviously they did. They just didn't do enough to impress the coaches. Hence, Severus has come back into the team, playing fifteen. Beg your pardon. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, Josh Scott says a Kiriwani last chance to show it against the very top um, loose forwards. Um, the uh, yeah, look, I, I, I think I think Kiriwani's done. Uh, has got a low credit in the bank at the moment. I don't think he. I don't, I don't think yeah. this is last chance saloon by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Uh, I think there are plenty more opportunities. Uh, to be honest with you. Um, the uh, balance of that back row, um, I'm yeah, it's still not there. I still, um, I, th- I still think they're missing a a, a, um, a Kane or a uh, or a Papi Lee uh, in that back row uh, in that one. Um, uh, Joshua putting in here that uh, Jordan's uh, being managed. I think he has niggles. Uh, um, well, there's some rumours going around that um, Will Jordan has been dropped because he wasn't following. He wasn't playing to script which means maybe he wasn't following the game plan. I think a lot of us are very surprised to see um, Bridge was pulled and uh, removed, not Will Jordan, um, last weekend. Uh, and I think that probably comes down, that probably shows you that they were not happy that uh, Will Jordan wasn't following the game plan, um, whereas uh, whilst George Reed was making errors, he was following the game plan. So, uh, it's, uh, so yeah, so maybe something there that we don't see um, that, um, uh, that uh, is going on. Uh, good afternoon, John. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you, fellas? Hey, John. How's it going? Oh, all good. Um, and then I'll be saying, yeah, Rico to 11 makes sense. Um, he was kept quiet last weekend. I think quite a, quite a lot of people were kept quiet last weekend because the uh, the All Blacks were under pressure and weren't um, weren't executing with their passes, um, and so hence the, they they weren't getting into, into space. So um, not a not a big um, uh, a big um, surprise um, there. Um, so yes, that's the uh, the the All Black squad. Uh, any sort of quick comments on the All Black squad, John? Um, 
I was surprised, as you mentioned, about the wings. Um, obviously, there's things we don't know that led them to pick a bridge. Um, I think you can you can he can expect a barrage of up of uh, high balls raining down. It's going to be like the Luftwaffe, I think, um, <laughs> on Bridge's side of the field uh, after his lack of success. Um, that's mainly my my major surprise. I mean, there's the the tournament is is won if you're going to give Armoa a chance against, um, you know, sort of top three sides in the world opposition, this is probably the time to do it with the competition already set. Um, interesting that they've got both DMAC and Richie Moanga on the bench. That's interesting to me. Uh, yep, those were just just my thoughts. Um, yeah. Yep. Those were yeah, my Josh, major yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, so the All Blacks um, should put some heat on their forward pack this week. They got bested last game. They did absolutely. This is an opportunity for them to uh, for, for them to uh, to show they can front up um, this week. Yeah, you're right. That balance of that back row is bit is, is interesting with D Mac and Richie. Uh, um, this might be a sign that well that well basically I think look, with, with with Rico on there in the eleventh jersey, he can always come in to thirteen. Yeah, and Anton Leonard Brown can move to twelve if they have to replace the centres there. Um, so I think that's probably their idea, and that either either um, DMAC or Jordy Barrett would go onto the wing. Not particularly comfortable with that, but I can see I can see how they uh, I can see how they would replace which players um, if they had to uh, in that one. But you're By right. The yeah, way, is Papali'i still injured? Yes. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, he must be. I'm not. I've not actually seen it written down whether he is or isn't, but I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Okay. Because it 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 didn't work. The loose forward trio, at least against the Springboks, loose forward trio, didn't work last week. So nope, it looks like um, it looks like Blackadder is paying the price for it. Um, and moving. Who did they see? I see they moved uh, Luke Jacobson in at eight. And are, and are expecting um, the problems that they had on their own ball when it was on the ground, that uh, Adi Sevilla is going to clean that up, which you know I my what, thoughts, Paul. I don't, I don't think that's a good call, but there we go. Yep. I don't think, yeah, I think it's for, forced by, by, by the, the catalogs available. Elvis um, says, how's Reese under the high ball? Well, we'll find out this weekend. He's, he's uh, for a short guy, he's pretty good. Um, the... And uh, I think the big difference uh, breakdown is going to be that uh, players have got to stop or players are going to have to run clearing up lines rather than supports or offload lines all the time. Uh, and some of them have realised that actually yeah, the clearing out line is going to have to be run more often. Uh, and we'll see just less attempts and less offloads uh, so that you've got players clearing out rather than... Um, running past or running to the side of a, of a ruck and then try to run back round to clear it out where, where you're too late. So I think that's a big, that's a big change on them to make on that side of things. Paul, if you recall, if, if, if you recall, Jacobson actually was named in the team, but mm -hmm. pulled out because of a, <clears throat> of a stomach complaint last week. So they're only really going back to the loose forward trio that they originally selected. I actually think Ethan Blackadder actually played, played a good game. I actually thought he was the best out of the three 
loose loose forwards, but I think he may have just paid the price simply because he wasn't part of their whatever plan that they had in their original original team. For me, the guy that needs to step up though is Akira Yuani. Yep, we've seen some fan- seen him do some fantastic things against the Wallabies and also um, the Pumas, but we haven't seen him find that same form against, uh, admittedly, only one game against the Springboks. So I would imagine he's probably got an absolute rocket rocket <laughs> this week. But on saying that, like I said, the two mistakes you looked at, one of them was a pass he wasn't even expected. He was just given a pass, and I think he actually thought he was there to be a, a support player. But on saying that, you've got to get yourself involved in the game. And uh, he was pretty quiet. I've got to say that even Hosking Satutu probably added a little bit more energy when he came on the field. Yeah, I mean, um, Hoskins Susu is, is is that atypical kicking loose forward that we uh, that, that we know. Um, but um, yeah, he's by the way. <laughs> just, sorry, just a thought, just a quick thought on that. When Marx comes onto the field, which is normally early doors in the second half, in fact, came on at the start of the second half. At that point, the the Springboks have one, two, three, four players over the ball. That will, will uh, that are not just over the ball, but very strong over the ball. You were talking about needing to run clean out lines, um, which they weren't doing. But if you've got Marks, Quaka uh, Smith, Sia Kalisi, and Dwayne Vermeulen, will all jackal over the ball and be very difficult to move. You better be, um, you better be on the ball when it comes to cleaning out and be accurate in that ball. They will, at the very least, cause all sorts of slowing down of that ball. Yep, absolutely, and that's I mean, uh, and then just retain that ball to be a big thing. Um, we've also got the um, the Wallabies have announced their squad. Uh, I'll be honest, um, I've not had a good look at this one ahead of the show, so let's just run through it. Um, Slipper, Fainga, and Tupu on the front row. Rodder and Swain in the engine room with uh, Pete Samu at number six, which is an interesting one. Uh, Hooper at seven and Valentini at eight. Uh, Nick White and Quade Cooper here the, uh, running the show um, with um, Karevi uh, and um, Ikatau again in that midfield combination. In the back three of Kellaway, Pataya um, in, in for Karevi, uh, who is uh, who's missing, uh, and uh, Reese Hodge. Um, I think the Karevi one is a uh, enforced. Uh, a... 
Jake Gordon um, here. So uh, we've got no, um, oh, I've gone blank as to the uh, the breakout um, scrum half for the Wallabies this week, this, this season. Um, James O'Connor and Tom Wright um, back in um, uh, back, back, back in positive territory um, for that one. Uh, thoughts on this squad, John? Well, I'm just wondering whether whether they're going to play in the green jersey or the or the other jersey because I wanted to know if James Slipper would get a jersey to go with his gold card. The, <laughs> um, not as old. I mean, how old is he now? Thirty-eight. Um, I, I, while while you carry on talking, I'll look it up. Um, but um, but the uh, yeah, he's not the oldest player in there. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, the but um, the uh, what, what are you looking at there? It's, but it's um, I'm a bit surprised to see Tom Wright come back in. He's had a bit of a shocking one, and I'm also surprised um, that um, uh, that we've seen uh, Tate McDermott dropped. I think he's he has been fantastic for them um, this year. I think that's, uh, but, um, that may just be rotation. Too. If there was a chance they could win. The tournament, maybe he'd be in there, but remember he's played solidly every game, and they've also got an end of your tour, so that may just be, um, that may just be the uh, a rest and a, and a, you know giving some time to who they've got, Jake Gordon actually giving him some time in case he's needed. Yep, true. Um, uh, Stephen, your thoughts on the squad for all of these? One of these days he'll remember to mute, unmute himself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. One of these days I'll remember that. Um, I was going to say, the first thing that, that comes to mind, I think they probably want to keep the momentum going. That's why they've named such a, such a strong side. Um, mate, there's nothing that really, really <clears throat> stands out in front of me. I'm delighted for guys like Pete Samu and Darcy Swain because I think they've actually been both really good when they've come off come off the bench. And, and he always said that, Sean McMahon is going to come back into the side. Really, I'm, I'm more excited about some of the guys that they are basically calling out to come back into the side. Boy, especially their middle middle row. So for some of these guys like Rodder, Swain, Matt Phillip, <clears throat> I think they're going to have to consistently play well, especially with the, the likes of, uh, of, of, obviously, Will Skelton, the two brothers that also play over in... Over in France, and they might, and their names just escape me at, at the minute. But the two tall, uh, Rory Arnold, is yeah, familiar. the Arnold, yeah, the, Arnold, the Arnold brothers. You've also got the uh, boy from Western Force who's playing for London Irish as uh, as well. So you know, there's some good. They've got some really, really good big timber to timber to come back. So, like I said, I'm excited by the the Wallabies. They're trending in the right in the right way, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll, can I'll, we? I'll, um, to be on a three game winning streak is fantastic. And uh, can we just respond to two of LB's comments on the comments line there? Yep. First off, he asked about RG Simon and said it would be great to have him. Um, I agree 100% and the box would love to have him. He, just to give LB an update, um, the reason why he's not there is he didn't play against the Lions because he was recovering from that terrible fire accident that had happened uh, at a barbecue and he'd had skin grass and he was due to fly out with the Springboks to Australia 
when there was a family bereavement. And so he remained in South Africa for that, support his family. And then because of the quarantine issues, he wasn't going to be able to make it out of quarantine in time to play any of the games. So he flew to Ireland and he has come off the bench this last weekend is his first game back. So that's why he's not in Australia. Otherwise, he would have been there. And I think their plan and their hope is that he might be able to join them, depending if he got uh, any game time um, and how he's trending with his fitness, that he'd be able to join them uh, in the Northern Hemisphere's uh, leg of the tour. And so far as LB's comment that 32 to 36 is peak age for type 5, all I can say is, LB, we can only guess that you are not a youngster. <laughs> and I think, that, look, I think historically it might have been. But I think in, in the modern in the modern age of, of strength and conditioning, that age has dropped considerably. When we see players like uh, Tanalea, I mean, like, like like Topu, you know, the Tom and Thor, etc., I think I think the, this idea that you have to be a certain age to be a good a good type five player uh, has uh, yeah is, is is becoming a bit of an old one. Um, but that doesn't mean there isn't space for late developers to come through. Oh, Paul, so, yeah, Paul, um, Paul, I was going to say it's fair to say that. A lot of props develop into good props in that mid to mid to late twenties. You know, you men, men, mentioned uh, um, Taniela Tupo as a as a player that I must admit when when he first came into international rugby in that first two or three seasons, there were question marks about his scrummaging. But he is getting he is getting better and better. But you know, scrummaging is a is a collective. It's not just about your about your props. It's sometimes about how much work. Work you put in it. If a team has been basically beaten up at scrum time, they go away and put a little bit of work into it. You know that's what it, it, it comes back to. And sometimes it could be as as little as <clears throat> as missing your hat. I talked to my uh, my nephew a little bit. He plays a bit of professional rugby, and and he said, "Listen, sometimes if you if you've missed that hit, if you've missed that, you know you laugh." But if you no, miss no, that, no, I laugh if you, because you're calling it a bit of professional rugby when he's a super rugby player and also yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I mean, so I'm, I'm playing it on the, yeah. I'm playing it on the low side. But he said, scrummaging is is actually a collective, and he said if you if you don't get something right on the hit, if you're not focused, you lose the hit. He said you'll be you're amazed how much you can actually lose a scrum. Yeah, a bit a good old bit of strength helps, but I think scrummaging is very much a collective. And I think people just get a little bit carried away about a person's individual individual scrummaging, scrummaging technique. Absolutely. I mean, we, 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 and we always talk about the front row in scrummaging. We actually, uh, obviously, they're very important, but also so is the so, so are the um, the locks who uh, and put their weight. The, the, I mean, it's called the engine room for a reason, mm. right? It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's part. It's a whole bunch of power there. So yeah, it, you're quite right. It's collective there. Um, when you refer to London Irish, you're talking um, about Rob Simmons. Um, there earlier, Stephen. Just to, for those folks who were um, wondering what that name was, there's, um, there's the other guy. I'm going to say it's the other guy, Coleman. As, oh, Adam, as well. sorry, yes, Adam Coleman is there as well. Adam, yeah, Adam, right. Yep, Adam, Adam Coleman. Boy, you know when you sort of think about some of the some of the um, some of the kettle that they've got playing overseas, it's um, you know they'll be looking they'll be looking back south and going, yeah, this Wallaby side isn't going too bad at the minute. Oh, you well, know, uh, the one that. The one that comes to mind, it's just a question of can anybody get him really, really fit is Will Skelton. If he was oh, properly, I, properly fit. Oh, man. I, I think Saracens and that has always, always changed his um, 
uh, has changed his whole, his whole approach to all of that. So, yes, um, the uh, um, the uh, so, so, yes, so youth obsession yeah, is not always good. No, oh, so, yeah, true. It's it's about uh, if, you, if you're if you're good enough. Um, uh, yeah, if you're, you're, you're old enough, as they say, uh, why not? Why? Why won't they start James O'Connor? Look, James O'Connor's just come back from injury. He's had no game time. He's had no warm up games. You've got some. Um, you got Quade Cooper playing well. Why rush James O'Connor back? To be honest with you, um, that that that's why I wouldn't bring him bring him on later in the game when defenses are slightly more tired. He has a, an extra a split second more time uh, and let him let him let him come back into it. So yeah, so that's that, that's why I wouldn't start James O'Connor and why I'm happy with him starting Quade. Look, Quade's doing a good job. Um, so uh, yeah, there's no need to rush the guy back. Um, finally, then. And uh, the, the the whole title of the um, uh, of, of this of, of this show was I think was was south of the border, um, and uh, unfortunately, we have a bunch of uh, uh, Puma's six players and uh, two of the uh, um, of the support staff or managers uh, popped down into New South Wales um, from uh, Queensland uh, for um, a health retreat in uh, Byron Bay unfortunately and that means now that they have been uh, uh well now they're stuck in new south wales um because of uh, covid lockdowns uh, and travel restrictions and it will not be available for this weekend's um uh, games in the rugby championship sanzar uh, is apparently not very happy unsurprisingly um because queensland uh, the um the politicians there are very uh, uh, also been very accommodating of the various sports they also expect those sports to follow the, the rules that they set out so for example the nrl had an issue because one of the players walked out and walked out onto his balcony on his own to get some fresh air um, and that player got banned because they weren't allowed outside um so um so you can yeah i can understand why the why sanzar is upset or, or, or not happy with this one uh, lb says yeah just poor management from the pumas um the uh yeah uh it's um you've got to say uh perhaps uh need to have uh, or better or more um local guides as it were or local local management to help them around help help them around the place um it's a bit of a silly mistake isn't it Stephen? i can see you're, you're, you're itching to say something yeah I, you listen I've, I've i've got to say the pumas like the springboks have self-sacrificed a heck of a lot and I almost kind of wonder if there's, they've just sort of slipped into this mode of, uh, you know, we've only got one game. We've only got game one game to go. And it'll be interesting to see who the players are. Are they, are they some of the dirty duties who are not involved in the, the test team coming up this weekend? Not that I'm making excuses for them, but, you know, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be too freaking harsh on them for crying out loud. Um, I know it's not great, and, and and it's and it's not a not a good not a good look. But you know, without these guys sacrificing what um, what to make this tournament to happen, we wouldn't we wouldn't even be talking about this this tournament. So I'm, I'm going to cut them a bit of slack. I look at the end. Yeah, they've know, gone down for They've also gone down for a health retreat. They've not gone down partying and to a yeah. strip club, right? Yeah. Where did they go? Uh, to what? Uh, Byron Bay, a health retreat at Byron Bay. Okay, so I mean, you know, 
get some perspective here about how long the Argentinians have been in lockdown, right? So they if, if they traveled with the Springboks, um, who were considered part of their bubble, even though that when they say they traveled, they were on the same plane. Even though once they got to lockdown, they were kept separate. Mm-hmm. They were in lockdown in South Africa. They'd been in lockdown. They were uh, they'd been in effective lockdown for. Well, I know the Springboks have been in lockdown for three months, right? So they were in isolation in South Africa as well. So they, I mean, and they still got the Northern Hemisphere tour to come. So I think, um, I think you, you know, it might take a little bit of investigation there, and it might not be just as simple. It might be miscommunication, might be language. I think Steve's got a point that you know cuts a little bit of slack here. Um, they have been through a lot. I just feel for Argentina because if that's all three scrum halves that are part of those six players or three hookers or two hookers or whatever it is, I mean, it depends on who those six players are that they've lost. It could be, you know, you could see some very funny selections this weekend. <laughs> yeah, look, there's been, there's, there's been some rumours as to who they are. I'm not going to run through that because some of those rumours have been officially said, no, that's not true. Um, and so... Uh, so, so I'm not going to I'm not going to name the rumours on here because I say that some of those have already been discredited, and we'll just see. Uh, as John says, what is the lineup that we see this weekend? Um, but uh, yeah, look, not only that's from, but uh, before they even got to South Africa, they were in Romania and Wales. Before that, They've, it's been a long time on the road. Uh, it's just, mm-hmm. but surely there was a health centre they could have gone to in Queensland. Um, it's just a shame, as you say. Look, they're not native English speakers. Um, yeah. uh, and, and so that probably doesn't, doesn't help, which is why I'm saying, yeah, some lessons to learn from this one are they probably need a couple more local guides to help them out when they're on tour mm. because it is a foreign language. It is, it isn't easy. Um, but then you're saying, oh, but then those people are locked up in that bubble and stuff. It, yeah, I agree. It's all not easy. Um, yeah, and I'm not going to bash mm. the pupils for this one. It's a shame. Mm. Uh, it's, a, it's a mess up, but it's an admin mess up at the end of the day. Um, before we before we sign off, um, can I just ask, because I don't think I'll be able to join you tomorrow. Um, I know you've gone through all the selections and the Springboks came up the other day, but I wondered if you could call up the Springbox selection pool. I just have two things um, that I wanted to point out. If you can call it up there for us. Yep, we'll be have it there in a second. So what, what are those things that you want to point out about that, John? Well, the first one is I want to point out uh, that, uh, and I've gone, Trevor Inyakane has shifted back from tight head to loose head. So yep. he shifted in the year of the World Cup. He shifted over from uh, loose head to tight head. He's done his, an excellent job there. And then in the week before playing the All Blacks, he shifted onto the loose head again, which was where he originally started his career. And I just wonder how many uh, international level props can in two in back-to-back weeks against the All Blacks shift to either side of the scrum. Oh, look, I mean, now that, that we have a, got twenty. Now that we've got twenty-three man squads rather than twenty-two man squads, where you don't have to have uh, that versatile prop, it's pretty much unheard of nowadays for props to go both sides, right? There's there's the odd one or two. We saw last year that um, 
Arthur Twangathasi and Carl Twanakafi are both tried switching for the Blues. It didn't really kind of work um, as they were trying to prepare for the Rugby World Cup um, to try and sort of, that's uh, two years ago now, where they were trying to sort of get that ability into that squad. But yeah, you're quite right. Uh, he is uh, he is a special player. Uh, it's very rare nowadays. It's very rare. And he is um, he's a very, very talented player. He also wins uh, turnover ball on the ground. Um, plus being an absolutely, uh, from what I can gather, an, ex- uh, an exemplary team man, a real bringer of joy into the squad. And I do hope that one day um, when he's playing in this in this tournament, at least against one of the Southern Hemisphere sides, you'll get to see his try-scoring celebration because it is a sight to see when he starts dancing. So that's number one. The other one is I was hoping when you called up these names, you would call up their full names because I wanted to see you give a go at uh, at Ox in Chair's actual first name. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm just um, going to try and uh, find it uh, written down somewhere so I can even so I can try reading it. Paul, um, Paul, what, Paul, I was going to say while you while you're doing that, um, <clears throat> something that I just picked up on the Twitter handle uh, AP Cronia, who's a uh, freelance journalist in South Africa, got a Twitter Twitter handle as as well. Um, mentioned seven Black Africans in the uh, Springbok starting line lineup, and no one's even better than Eilid. Quite wonderful. Could you imagine the situation even four years ago, regardless of the weekend's results? In uh, South Africa is winning, <laughs> so uh, I thought that was a good, uh, good tweet awesome. as well. But he also, that's awesome. He also mentioned uh, Trevor Nakanya as well, also starting uh, on both sides of the scrums, and I think that's pretty amazing. Like we've seen a, a couple of, we've seen Orfa Tuanga Fassi move to both sides of the scrum, on, but I don't think he's quite mastered it. If you know what I mean, I think I still think he's got, um, I think still think he's got question marks. Um, propping on both sides. But yeah, it is when you think about it, even with some of the modern day all black props, and I'm talking about the Franks brothers and even even uh, Joe Moody, who's a specialist uh, loose head. No, there, there are not too many guys that can go in to both sides of the scrum and be equally equally as destructive. So um, obviously the, the, you uh, do the realize that um, is on the other side of that uh, front row is Retsum Go Fundivasi, Tizigo Internetche. Please, please, can you put it up there for us, uh, Paul? It's there. The actual full. Oh, is it there? Sorry, my f- screen is frozen. So, um, yes. Uh, also known as Ox, which, by the way, is a very precious nickname in South African prop uh, uh, folklore because, of course, Os Durant. Os is the Afrikaans word for ox, so it's a big thing to be given that nickname. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I don't have it in front of me to to check my pronunciation. I don't know if can you guys still hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yep, Screw. yep. Okay. Um, but it's Retse Legeditsve Tswe, something like that, in chair. I wish I had it up um so I could read it and make sure I got it right. But final thought on, on Saturday's game is that you do realize that the that it's an all black front row that starts against the all blacks. <laughs> yeah, true. Yes, as, yes. as you were saying, there's, there's, as, as uh, Stephen said, yeah, seven, seven black players in the squad, and yeah, and it, 
and historically we've we've seen um black players uh, as as kind of wingers but no we, we, that's uh, we're seeing right. across the park now forwards and backs it's great to see and well, i don't was, know if there's ever been an all black front row that started against the all blacks uh, i can't think any, of any other team that would have that but some Happy Fiji. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, Careful. sorry. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Careful. Careful. Anyway. So, um, um, so thank you, everybody, for, for joining us um, for Lockdown Beers. Back tomorrow at 5 p.m. Don't forget that 8 p.m. tonight we'll be um, live with the uh, – not live, sorry. We'll have a recording um, broadcast of um, Springbok, Warren Bosnian, uh, talking about uh, the uh, Springbok's uh, tactics, uh, The talking about the, 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 the situation of rugby in South Africa, uh, and also his experiences of facing the All Blacks as well. So, uh, cracking one chat that John and I had um, last um, last night, and uh, so we'll put it up. We'll, we'll broadcast now on eight pm uh, this evening. So, uh, do check that out. And uh, thank you, everybody, and enjoy your rugby this weekend. Hey, folks! I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 